Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Remember that uh, the Bible said he sent his word and healed them. That has a twofold connotation. Jesus is the living word, but the written word unveils Jesus to us. Jesus is in every page of this book, praise God. Are you listening to me? In every chapter, every verse, and every line. Hallelujah. This is the Word of God. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The Son of Righteousness. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But due to the fact that I was no longer practicing medicine, I had her taken to the upstairs bedroom and just sat down and read the word to her. Just said to her, she didn't have tape recorders. And, oh, how blessed we are today. But didn't have tape recorders and cassette players and all of that. And I said to her, honey, just lie there and fold your arms and close your eyes and relax and listen. And I just read the word to her. And the word stimulated her. Hallelujah. Dr. Yeomans also said, I've seen it again and again. I've seen patients, being a doctor, she called even these folks patients who had come to be healed, you know, that were so completely drained of vitality that from a medical standpoint, she said, I should have thought it necessary to administer powerful heart stimulants at frequent intervals to prevent collapse. But I've seen these same patients listen to the Word of God for hours continuously and lift up their heads. Hallelujah. Praise God, just like a parched garden would lift up its head after a refreshing shower. Hallelujah. Well, she makes another observation that I think is important. She said, we must not forget that the words themselves are spirit and life. Remember Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and life. The words in this book are spirit and life. Are you listening to me? These words are spirit and life. Well, can you understand then that as she read that word to that dear woman for a couple of hours, no wonder she lifted up her head, praise God, like a wilted flower in the garden when the refreshing rains came. Because by ministering the word to her, she was ministering spirit and life to the woman. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and life. Remember that uh, the Bible said he sent his word and healed them. That has a twofold connotation. Jesus is the living word, but the written word unveils Jesus to us. Jesus is in every page of this book, praise God. Are you listening to me? In every chapter, every verse, and every line. Hallelujah. This is the Word of God. And so, you see, we should not approach it in a flippant manner, but reverently and humbly and with an open mind and a receptive heart. Another verse of Scripture or two that we have looked at more than once and we'll look at many times again here. Notice here in the Gospel of Luke again, the fifth and sixth chapters. Hallelujah. 
I didn't know, you know, uh, there's a lot in the Bible that we don't know yet. We think we do because we read it through sometimes hundreds of times. New Testament. But some time ago, just uh, really this past summer, I kept hearing these words over and over again in my spirit. I'd read over it, you see, it's, it's in there, but I hadn't noticed it. I kept hearing these words, hear and be healed, just on the inside of me down in here. Hear and be healed. And after two or three days or so of, of hearing that inside me, I decided I'd just look up in the concordance and see if there's anything like, like that in there. You know, I prided myself to have read the New Testament through 150 times and portions of it more than that. And I couldn't tell you whether that's in there or not. But I kept hearing those words in my spirit. Hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. Hear, hear and be healed. So I got the uh, Cruden's Concordance and looked up the word hear and also looked up the word heal. And, and I come to find out that it's in there. No wonder the Spirit was trying to show me. Look here in, in the fifth chapter of, of Luke, the 15th verse. By so much the more went there fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Did you notice that? The multitude came together to hear and to be healed by him. To hear and to be healed by him. They just didn't come alone to be healed by him. They came to hear. I'll say it again. So many just come to be healed. They don't hear. And that's the reason they don't get healed because they don't hear. Jesus went about their cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching gospel of the kingdom and healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. Notice that the healing followed the teaching and the preaching. Now look again into the uh, sixth chapter of Luke and the 17th verse. And he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of the disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Now, this infers to me that some of them were healed just by hearing him. He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and their life. Didn't he? Didn't he? Amen. Amen. The words that I speak unto you, they're spirit and life. So in speaking unto them, he was ministering unto them spirit and life. Hallelujah to Jesus. Blessed be his holy name. Glory to God. Can you say amen? amen. Well, you see, uh, healing belongs to us. Praise God. Now then, let's look at some individual cases. We're here in this ninth chapter, and you understand this, that uh, 
man divided the Bible into chapter and verses. It wasn't written that way. And, and really, what is said over here in the ninth chapter goes right along with what happened over in the eighth chapter. You see? It's summing it up. Here at the end of this ninth chapter, he's summing up, you know, and Jesus went about their cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and uh, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every manner of sickness and disease among the people. And so we can see then here in this uh, eighth chapter of Matthew, some individual cases of healing. First of all, here is the leper. We can see that this leper came to Jesus as he came down from the mount where he had uh, preached what we call the Sermon on the Mount. And it said he worshiped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. The second verse of the eighth chapter of Matthew. If thou wilt, or if thou will, in other words. You know, we don't say wilt and thee and thou today. If thou will, if you will, what he literally said was, if you will, you can make me clean. Now, let's examine this because, you see, uh, you'll find that uh, the same questions trouble people today. And they have to get those questions answered, you see, oftentimes before they can receive the healing. And so he said, if thou will, thou canst make me clean. Now, this man believed in the power of the Lord to heal. He believed in the power of the Lord to heal. Because he said, if you will, you can make me whole or clean. You can do it. So he believed in the power of the Lord to heal. But now he's not healed, is he? You see, then that would teach us that just believing in the power of the Lord alone, just, just believing that alone to heal, it would not be sufficient in many cases. I don't really know of anybody that would dispute the fact that he's able to do it. They used to tell us among the Baptists, I was born and raised among the Baptists, that, you know, Jesus just didn't do things today like he did when he was here on earth that he could all right, that he has the power, that he has the ability, that he could, but that that's just not his will for today. And then we saw some people get healed anyhow, not because of it, but in spite of it, so they changed a little bit. And so they said, well, now, now the Lord can, and it is his will in some cases. But others, it's not his will to heal. Then the devil told me, now you're one of them that is not his will to heal. So my faith wouldn't function. I had to get that settled. That's one reason I stayed there. There's a lot of reasons, but that's one. here's one reason that I stayed on the bed for 16 months before I was raised up from a deathbed was because I, uh, I didn't see this. Now, let's stop just a moment here and analyze a few things. I, uh, I could have died, the doctor said in a minute. Thank God it didn't, but it would have been very easy to have gone ahead and died and gone to heaven. I would have been in heaven. No, I was a Christian, you see. But I just wouldn't have been healed. 
Why didn't God just go ahead and heal them anyhow? Well, God moves on certain principles, friends, and God operates by certain laws. Are you listening to me? And when you understand those principles and understand those laws, you see, there are spiritual laws that govern the operation over in the spirit realm, just like there are natural laws that govern the operation in this natural realm. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the mini book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, You Can Have What You Say. The next item is the four CD series from Kenneth Hagan, Winning in the Time of Trouble. And finally, the slimline book entitled, You Can Make It. All of these items are for the special price of $21.95. That's $13.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have some great partners. You say, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody who prays for us regularly and sends an offering, whatever they can, yes. to help us to support this, this telecast that goes all over the world. Yes. If you're interested, Go to rhema.org slash WPC. I want to thank all of you that are partners. I want to thank you that are going to become partners. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the Son of Righteousness. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.